Hey, it's me. I got a password. Life sucks. One word. We're back in the party. It's the dumbest party that I've ever been to. This might be the dumbest blog ever. I'm I'm actually hyped to record this one. I invited you to this party five seasons ago. Saying... Okay, yeah, no, now I fully understand why. Um, finally, uh, I I really do I really do enjoy the uh, sort of presidential. Well, I'm a crook. Arc like that's 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 fun <laughs> for me. Um, oh, I'm glad that we finally have the. Uh, we're having to cough over the knot. <laughs> I I edited that like five minutes before we started. Um, <laughs> well, I I just got done uh, so, uh, wa- watching it myself. This is the first time that we've uh, watched it separately. Yeah, we 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 act like normal podcasters today, um, and uh, we watch them separately. I watched this um, with a sort of cold, uh, like flu thing. Um, and it did sort of feel a bit like a fever dream. Well, uh, I like watched even more so than usual. Well, I watched it with a cold, unbroken gaze mm. because let me tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm so invested at this point. It is, uh, it, 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 I think at this point, this is when twenty four starts to get like. Um, have you ever been on a bus when a couple has started breaking up? Uh, I don't think I've ever seen it happen, but I can imagine it'd be very awkward. Yeah. Well, it's not awkward. It's kind of great. You know, you you realize that you pro- <laughs> you realize that there's probably some deep moral component to to whether or not you're actually enjoying this, and you're not enjoying mm. it for itself. You know, you're enjoying it kind of for whatever you're bringing to the table. But either right, way, you. Right. But either way, you've like paused the podcast, and you're and you're completely invested. Hmm. Mm. Um. I also, I think, might have made some uh, some observations that you might not have realised. Exactly. This, I think, is going to be exciting because it means we've going to will have been independently cooking bits mm, mm. that now we're we're serving like it's um like the Great British Bake Off, but we're probably going to talk about nine eleven a lot more than they do on that oh, show. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. At least, well, I haven't actually really ever seen the Great British Bake Off, so they might talk about nine eleven way more than I anticipate. I'm pr- I'm pretty sure that like uh, I'm pretty sure they don't, but it would rule if they did. Um, I would I would watch it a lot more. I think. Like if if, if Paul Hollywood just starts talking about Building Seven, <laughs> if if any of the Great British Bake Off people are going to be like. A weird nine eleven truther. I think it would absolutely be Paul Hollywood. I've got a very oh, no, strong. Oh no, wasn't opinion. like Noel Fielding on there? I reckon Noel Fielding could, but he'd be like the mo- the most annoying possible way. He'd be like, yeah, they did it with like a a sort of space hopper or something. Okay, no, I I I was gonna I I was gonna try and come up with you know the most comical vehicle possible, but actually a space hopper. Don't you have a bit at your stand-up set about how the Amish riding a horse and cart into the Twin Towers? Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, about how that's why the Amish are my favorite religious extremists. Mm. Because, like, yeah, if you ride a horse and cart into a skyscraper, all that happens is that the people in the lobby have a wonderful little farmyard experience. 
okay. Right. I'm glad that you, yeah, you, you seem to like that joke a lot more than the fucking audiences do. <laughs> I think it's a very posting-related joke. <laughs> I, I, I go up on stage it's Humor purely... for people who do bits only. Yeah, um, I, I, I do stand up as like a PvP sport. You know? Yeah, I think that's the best way to approach it. Um, like, I, anyway. I, those, so, those, those people there, they're the enemy. Mm, very 9-11 heavy episode, this one. However... Like, the theory is still intact, baby. 9-11 didn't happen in the 24 universe. So it, we restart being on a plane that Jack has hijacked, and they just said they were going to... Uh, phone guy told the president, you have two options, go to prison or shoot down that plane. Mm, phone guy, whose name um, they do mention in this block, and his uh, name is Grom. Yeah, so, Graham. But Grom. The, weird, the weird kind of Graham. Yeah, Grom. Uh, your flatmate. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it's nice that the president's on first name terms with phone guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I my notes here say we'll be on because oh, I have notes this time, um, and I'll be referring to them a lot. Say we'll be on the ground just after the next set of ads, thanks to sweaty co-pilot. Um, yeah, uh, it's a twenty-four special to just be like, this will happen in this amount of time. Um, sweaty co-pilot. The block really begins with him complaining about Jack having broken his nose. Yeah. Uh, so my notes just read, don't you hate it when, when you're on a plane with a baby? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I, th I think if I was a terrorist and someone broke my nose, or if I was, you know, doing something terrorist adjacent and somebody mm. broke my nose, I think I would have the decency to at least go... Wait, did you, you just know? admit to being a terrorist on the podcast? <laughs> No, like, if I was a terrorist, no, wait, if I was doing something terrorist adjacent. Yeah, this is my kind of O.J. Simpson if I did it moment. Uh, this, is, this is like the, the if the if the terrorism shark tank bit hasn't gotten us on a watch list, this this episode will. Um, maybe that's why our numbers have been going up. Different maybe. Agencies. Oh, it's the agents. Hello. Yeah, we, yeah we've been having like a, a pretty good few weeks, I'll admit. Yeah, um, yeah. The, the numbers, are, I got an email to the 10,000th listener. Um, hello, wait. officer. Um, uh, thank you for listening. Yeah, uh, remember to uh, rate us five stars on your podcast app and recommend us to a friend. <laughs> MI five stars. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so uh, speaking of of planes and people uh, hijacking them, um, they they have a plan for how to deal with uh, like the president having to shoot down the plane, and I have a drop for this. Um, which I'm going to play. What is a VCI distress signal? It's an emergency signal indicating that there's a hijacking in progress and that the perpetrators intend to use the aircraft as a weapon. It'll give you the pretext to shoot it down. So they're going to broadcast that. And I directly after hearing that went, that sounds like it could be a real thing. And I googled it. And you know what I got? The 24 wiki. Because this is a thing that they have an in-universe explanation to put in planes that isn't 9-11. They have an in-universe explanation? Yes. They say in the episode, these were recently installed in all commercial airlines. Now, when was this show, this series made? Because it wasn't 2001. <laughs> yeah, I, I picked that up as well. Um, so it... Well, we realised that it was also set after it was made. There's a bit of a time jump there because mm -hmm. um, uh, 
it, it think, I think we agreed that it must be in about 2007. Yeah. Uh, so, something else happened that made them do this. Just sort of general, like, on the recommendation of CTU, maybe. But it wasn't 9-11. Because it took them, what, six years? And it's they're saying it's been done recently. So, anyway. Um, just just interesting. Um, <laughs> they, they talk about, when, whenever they have to come up with something like that, where in any other context, in any other show, they would say after nine eleven. Yeah, um, but they, they, they can't because they, they can never mention it because they, they talk about nine eleven the way that Vladimir Biyako talks about his home country. Yeah, <laughs> sort of nebulously and never by name. Yeah, <laughs> they're just like we reckon it exists. They never even say like the event. They never say anything. <laughs> they never say like you know anything about it. They're just like, yeah, that makes sense. They don't like ever mention that there was something that like. I thought, surely, this is the time where the, the no 9-11 and 24 theory, theory is shattered. But no, apparently, they just strengthened somehow. Well done. Well done, writers. I, I kept waiting for the other shoe to drop on that one. Yeah, I really did. Um, which I, I was amazed by. As, as at one point, Jack is flying the plane into the ground with the co-pilot, which just rules. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll get there. Well, uh, phone guys kind of conspiracies are us. Mm. They do fake the um. Was it the VCI? VCI signal. I was going to say VCH, but that's a very different thing. Um, don't Google that if you're on your work. Uh, Even I don't know what that one is. <laughs> oh, it's um a particular type of intimate piercing. Oh, oh. Well, the more you know. Yeah. Uh, so they fake that signal, and then uh, Mike Novak and this admiral, they tell the president that there's been this signal, and he does the whole Trump... Oh, this is the first time hearing it. Yeah, you're telling me this for the first time. I'm going to be honest, Wet Nixon, President Gaslight, he really does that routine pretty well. God, he does. I thought, like, he was really selling... um, Yeah, no, I I really don't want to do this. Oh. (laughs) Like, quite well, actually. And the Admiral was being like, man, we gotta do it. Um, And uh, I have here that... um, the admiral that he's talking to correctly assesses Jack's history of being incredibly erratic. <laughs> like he, if if you did look at anything that Jack has done, not even today, just in general, at, yeah, yeah like, like <laughs> this, is what, this this starts at about about what like one about two a.m. I think. Yes, because it ends at um, seven. I think no, yeah, it, it would be like yeah, yeah. But, um, um, God, yeah, no, the Admiral is, it, Admiral is scrambling F-18s to come and shoot the plane down, which, which and the president's that, being like, ooh, maybe maybe we can not, but, like, sort of coyly, like, turning around and doing, like, Dr. Evil faces when no one's looking. It's like when some, when you act like you don't want a biscuit, and then someone's mm. like, and it's like, oh, but it's the last one, and, and someone's like, no, I insist, and you go, oh, well, if you're, oh, well, then I guess I have to. Yeah, it's <laughs> very that, actually. Um... But that that jet's going to get to them in about like fifteen minutes, which means that they need to land the plane mm. on a stretch of freeway. Yeah, um, and they make a lot of um, like sort of hoo ha about how the plane there isn't enough room and the plane will never land, and and then uh, and that the plane cannot pull out of out of the dive. Um, and my favorite thing about this is um, the pilot. The pilot does something that revealed to me something about airplanes that I find very funny. Um, 
And he, he says, when they're in a dive and he can't pull out. I need your help! Pull! So, that... I haven't done any research, but I'm pretty sure that that means that planes work like the Jaegers from Pacific Rim. Yeah, um, uh, and you need he... to have, like, two people <laughs> driving them at any one time. To Join be maximum the effect. Jack. Yeah, it's... <laughs> That's why, yeah. That's why you have a, co- a pilot and a co-pilot, and they have to be drift compatible. They do, and that's why it was such a big deal when that that guy got replaced. Yeah, because um, yeah, they they keep talking about how you, they they're going to need five thousand feet of run of uh, freeway at minimum, and they go, well, we've got four thousand, and yeah. then they don't even, and then they don't even really need the last. 50 yeah, feet. and then they stop before the the overpass that they're worried about, uh, and. When they're like, oh, the, it's leveling out, it's going to land, The uh, Mike and the Admiral are then, uh, they go, oh, well, we, okay, in that case, good, phew, now we don't have to shoot it down. And uh, the president is more or less just at that point He's going, like, he does a lot of this in this block, where he sort of turns away from Mike and makes the Kermit the Frog scared face. Yeah. Um, um, and at one point, Mike <laughs> notices that he keeps turning away and being like, Mr. President, are you all right? And then in the camera, I'm like, oh, there must be a mirror in here just off camera, I guess. He, uh, because when they're like, well, at least we don't have to shoot the plane down. He's like, no, 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 let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Until- mm. Sorry, re- recording software had a bit of a hiccup there. So sorry for mm, that. Mm. Uh, we were Jack about to plane into it, but then there was no comparison <laughs> to be made. Um, well, speaking I was about of things mention- that... Yeah, speaking of things that randomly disconnect and then don't have any connection to anything else, the yeah, Secretary um, of Defense survived. Yeah, yeah. I, I have Secretary of Defense so good at his job that his defense stat has elevated beyond being able to die from driving off a cliff. We um, don't see him again. We're just told that he's fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there were multiple times in this block where I went, is that going to come back? And then, no, no, no. I, I like the idea that actually he died, but um, Audrey just looks so sad that they... Like, we don't see, but um, they, they say that he's actually gone to go like serve on a White House upstate. Mm. Where there's going to be a lot of room for him to run around, and it's you know a lot of cliffs for him to jump off. Um, yeah, it, it's, yeah. Like, she's not yet aware of what death is. Yeah, yeah. Um, she, like, that, that's why she was. Well, that's why she was um, so willing to go ahead every also, time like, her dad came up with a plan that involved them killing themselves. Mm, I am glad that the um, that the uh, the writers realised that he would survive driving off that cliff, though. Because that, that was my immediate thought, if you remember. Ooh, I already knew that he survived. I remembered oh. him surviving. Oh, but I... and you kept me in the dark this whole time. Yes, because I thought it would actually be more relevant than it was. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he's, he's alive, but it, he's um, his defense stat has elevated for cliffs, but he is still weak to comas, apparently. So he's in a coma. Um, well, once they, um, Once the plane goes down, uh, everyone gets off. Like Jackson. My favorite. Everyone... Oh, my favorite thing here, by the way, is the the entire time that the plane is going down, um, like around the time that you you're you're learning that the F-18s have been scrambled and stuff. There's cutaway shots to the passengers, and they all just look really fucking bored. Like I think they're supposed <laughs> to look like miffed, but they're all like chewing gum and looking really fucked off that they've been like held hostage. It rules. Yeah, I think that's how like I would be. It would be like I would view it as sort of like a like a. A transport delay, I think. But, uh, like, uh, you know, like when you, when the train stops on the tracks, and then they're like, "Sorry, uh, there's, you know, there's like a mice on the line, um, and we'll be another like twenty minutes." 
Or it's like a Ryanair, they'll um, be like, oh, yeah, this is an airport. This is a flight to, and then a little asterisk that says near London. And it turns <laughs> out it's a sad. flight to Towers. Yeah, it turns out it's like, it is actually just a flight to Southampton. And then you've got to get a train. Yeah, actually. Mm, in. Mm. It's like that kind of thing where they're like, you know what, this was meant to be, this was meant to be a flight to Hamburg. I didn't realize that near Hamburg meant that they were going to take me four miles from the airstrip and I'd have to get a train. Yeah, I didn't realize I would have to like catch a lift with some Marines that turn up and like help me out. Uh, they're they, here yeah. to ca- here to do one job to catch one specific guy who that immediately let like, they let slip, uh, which Jack- is very oh, funny. When Jack gets off the plane, though, I was so annoyed because he gets everyone else. You know, they he, they go out the back, uh, and he like, opens the emergency door and kind of climbs out over the wing. But I was really hoping that there was going to be an inflatable slide. Oh, the little slide! Yeah, yeah, because yeah. That would have been incredibly good, Jack going down the little slide into the barrel of some Marine's gun. But, no, but imagine him going down the slide, but frowning the whole time. <laughs> Shaking his head so I know I don't. he doesn't agree with it. Yeah, like, just Jack Bauer That's doing... That's essentially so- what he does. Like, he yeah. hijacks a plane but shakes his head the entire time. Jack Bauer doing something fun but still having Jack Bauer face is a really mm. funny idea. Imagine him on the swings. <laughs> imagine, the entire time. imagine Jack Bauer at a local fairground going on the teacups. He's like winning all the prizes at the, um, at the, like the, the rifle like air gun stall. Um, he's, he's using live ammunition. <laughs> he's like pointing when he when he realizes that the sights are off. He's like pointing it at the guy doing the doing the stall. Um, he gets the uh, he, he finds one of those water guns that they that you use to fill up a balloon, and he uses it to waterboard a child to find out like where you tra- you turn in the tickets to get the big cuddly toy. He's dunking the clown. <laughs> <laughs> How do I get that off-brand Pikachu? <laughs> um, but yeah, the, anyway, the, the president is so confident that Marines will like find Jack, and Curtis just drives up like he's an Uber and like puts him in the back, and then says to the Marines that they get like at the perimeter. Yeah, sorry, we haven't got time to do this. I'm from CTU. And Jack is not even like hiding; he's just there in the back of the car. And they just—I guess—the Marines have never didn't watch the news two years ago when Jack was in a plane that was about to explode. He's um, like, again, he's like, I guess he's like um, covering his face with his hands, like when you're like when you're in public and you're embarrassed, but you don't want to like physically hide your face, so you just no, well, well Marines. Turn off. Marines are like the um, the thing from Hitchhiker's Guide, where like if you can't see it, then it can't see you. Everyone knows this. Yeah, yeah. That's why camouflage is so effective. The, the ultimate camouflage, just close your eyes. No, the, the ultimate camouflage, refuse to engage. Hmm, yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. I will not debate you, sir. Um, I'm driving on. That's essentially what he does, actually. He goes, like, shoot us if you want, but we're agents. Uh... I, I, I'm going to be honest. I would not say shoot us if you want to a Marine. <laughs> Um, I, I love that there's, there's a little bit like I have in my notes here that um, Bill Buchanan says the Marines must be taking orders from the president, and I was like, "Well, well, yeah, dipshit. He's it, the commander in chief." Yeah, it, it... God, I, I would love to watch a conspiracy show where it was just people learning about how politics worked, <laughs> and it's just hang on. I mean, a kunk for the American um, American. Uh... 
establishment. There's like a big conspiracy board and it's being like, oh my god, everyone in government has links to the Conservative Party. <laughs> um, anyway, we cut to Miles threatening to frying Pam Karen if he doesn't get told what's going on. Oh, he's being such a little bitch. It's wonderful. He is, actually. He is. And, and then he's like, but he is also, essentially, Karen is saying, like, I've got this going on, and it's the president, and Jack has this evidence. And he's like, well, have you heard the evidence? And she's like, no, but, but I assume it's going to be there. I've All of the early trailer previews were pretty solid. Um, yeah, she just keeps like telling him this, and he keeps looking at her more and more incredulously, like with like sharpening a frying pan behind his back. I suppose he wouldn't sharp, like blunting a frying pan even more. But putting on um, the non-stick coating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but and pouring the, the oil in before you before you beat your death unconscious with it. Beat beat your death. Beat your boss unconscious. With it. <laughs> but, um, Beating death with a frying pan, like not today. Um. And while this is going on, we keep cutting back to Gaslight, like President Gaslight, uh, and, and he's getting like more and more angry. Yeah, he's pulling but... more and more Kermit the Frog faces. I, I uh, Mike gonna... is more and more confused that he keeps turning away from him. He's like doing the um the thing from like a show where you have like one outfit painting on one side and one on the other, and you keep turning around to do different like emotions. Well, I, so he when he's alone. He's the level of angry that makes him seem like he's a, a, a in an I think you should leave sketch. He, he says, seems he seems like a Tim Robinson character. Yeah. He's at this point sort of I think have a has like a dissociative identity disorder, but for being the president. He <laughs> says the the words I'm the president about six hundred times in this block. Like it's excuse his excuse for everything. But then when he's away, you can you can really hear it a lot more, you know, like so it's like He's doing it like when he's in in front of people, and then in private he's going like and like pulling the Kermit face a lot. Uh, well, he he does one of the funniest things. He get so he has a phone call with Phone Guy, mm. uh, and Phone Guy just says, "Hey man, don't get arrested. It'd be really bad for the country if you got arrested." And he's like pouring himself a big glass of whiskey and opening the presidential like suicide box at the time saying it's... this. He's like, well, I had thought of that too. Yeah, he's like, I've got plans and he's just kind of wistfully looking at a gun. Yeah. It's in such a beautiful box that I just, my notes simply call it the official president suicide gun. Yeah, it's and, in every presidential office. It and, is and also, I need to say... the official um, president suicide whiskey. It is also the same model of gun that we used as the podcast gun a while ago. It's mm. the, I have a replica of that one. <laughs> he's he's going to dome himself with the podcast gun. Yeah. Just to complete the bit. And he's, he goes, well, I'm, I'm just, there's just one thing I need to do first. And so he goes to the first lady and he says, I'm sorry. And she goes, I don't care. Yeah, she's like, fuck you. I don't care. Yeah. He's there with you know the official presidential suicide whiskey and the official presidential suicide gun, mm. and at that point, um, an aide comes in and tells him there's a phone call for him, and I was so in that mode that I assumed they had to be the official presidential suicide aide. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you know, there's um someone that's going around carrying the nuclear football at all times. Yeah, he's he's carrying the uh, the presidential podcasting gun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just, just in case. Anyway, like, uh, on the uh, other end of the f phone is is duplicitous Miles, 
and he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get that recording for you, sir. I just want a promotion. And, 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 and Bitchard Nixon replies, oddly flirtily, Listen, um, I'm going to text you. Um, yeah, and, uh, I, it absolutely sounds like he's, um, how do I, 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 I've never wanted to hear a pre, like, I've never wanted to hear a president tell someone that they're very mature for their age, but I think I just kind of heard it. <laughs> now, um, Miles, don't tell your boss about us, okay? It's my private number, he says directly after that. So, ooh. Miles, do you have a Snapchat? <laughs> uh, he's sending the copy, of, um, the copy of the recording via Snapchat so that it's instantly deleted when it's played. Um... And uh, yeah, that's how he that's how he does it. He records he he sends the recording via Snapchat, and then it's del- it's just deleted. Um, yeah, he then uses a kind of uh, kind of a he weird. Go, he, he go he uses a fucking sonic screwdriver. Yeah, that's big. That's to it. Chloe. It's like it's like a little fucking flashy device. I think it's supposed to be like some sort of electromagnet, but it just does look like he's using the sonic screwdriver to erase the recording. And like, he does he... it like really like sneakily, so that no one realizes he's like negging Chloe while he does it. Um, you know the, the the episode ends with that, uh, and then you're like, oh oh, and then the they immediately ep- realize in the next episode that it was Miles, like straight right. away. Yeah, like one minute in, Chloe's like, and here's the recording, because uh, they were saying it'd be very difficult to actually indict a sitting president. Uh, yeah, but like, no, they weren't but, saying that. I think, um, <laughs> which uh, nowadays we'll get there. Well, they would be like, oh, you know, you can't really get like a judge, like, so yeah, they've kind of got to be impeached first. And well, the fact is, no one in real life ever thought they'd have to get to a point where that would be where that would become relevant. Mm-hmm. It's like when there's rules of a board game, and it's like, well, what happens if one player just keeps doing this and refusing to do anything else? And it's like, well, no one would do that really. And then the worst person you know just goes, well, it looks like I'm going to need another thousand tokens at board game night, and ah. Yeah, but uh, anyhow, I do. I do like um, essentially that that Miles has this thought, and he's like, "What are you gonna do? Call the polis um, about the president?" And it, it, like, he's like, "Are you gonna like try and arrest the president of the United States? Like, he's the president. You can't do that." And then, and then he try, and then the president is in another room talking to himself, like, "I'm the president. I'm the <laughs> president." Um, he genuinely can't stop doing it. It's it's really weird, like. But, uh, um, that, the the only other having... thing that we haven't mentioned from that first episode is that oh, Bierko yeah, yeah. gets transferred, and I, at this point, I wrote in the notes, "Fuck me, I forgot Bierko even existed." Oh, same. Um, and then I said, "Who cares? He's the villain for about three hours ago." And then, 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 then they loaded him into a van, and I went, "I've seen enough Batman scenes to know he's going to Joker gas himself out of this prison van immediately." Like they have him in secure jail, and they're like, "Oh, we need to send him to like, like the raft where he's going to." be there with that red skull and the abomination mm. and the green goblin. And then at the start of, of uh, episode two of this block, Bieko immediately has broken out of this van. <laughs> and like there's one CTU guy left alive who calls back in. It's like, thankfully I had I overheard everything that they were saying, including all their plans. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, they said um we will soon make them pay because we have one more vial of nerve gas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and 
and uh, he when he when Pieco goes to um goes to retrieve it, you can tell that he's like so sick of dealing with his like unimaginative henchman because there's a line that's like um we can't do much damage with one canister of nerve gas. You're so wrong. Let's go. <laughs> what do you mean you can't do much damage with one canister of nerve gas? It's a, I, I, what do you mean? You need I, to cut a whole mall with one earlier. What? I really, I really like, like the. Like you're many, so wrong. Let's like go. Ten hours ago, you that, tried to take out a whole mall. You're so wrong. I don't have time to explain how wrong you are in this episode. <laughs> Look, I've got some. I've got some real. And bollocks. I've just written. I've just written directly after that. Samwise vindicated, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Maybe they could. You know, maybe it would have been worth them <laughs> letting off one canister if they can't do that much with it. Yeah. But, um. Well, so while they were talking um, earlier, Chloe's like, "I'll play the recording," and they play the recording, and it's. Nothing. It now sounds like hundred gags. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Um. Except. Uh, no, I, I can't. We we have too queer of a fan base for me to say my <laughs> You will be, you you will be like absolutely pilloried, um, yeah. <laughs> if you say what you think of Hundred Gex, or indeed what I think of them. So, well, it's nice that adults can have children's music too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, uh, so they they were they're trying to work out who could have deleted the recording. And uh, instantly they go, well, it's Miles. So Jack just leaves. Yeah, just and like, who else like, is in it? Oh, Miles. And they go, Jack, why, why are you leaving? Why are you leaving? And he's and, like, oh, he's going to the White House, isn't he? Then like a security guard. Um, a security guard tries to stop Jack from, mm. he's like, hey, why, wh- what are you doing? Sort of running in the hall. And so Jack then just punches this security guard. Chalk another one up in yeah. terror. In just terrible day to be security at CTU, and then he just throttles Miles for a bit, and then nothing comes of that. Yeah, just oh, and also the secure. I was like, why is the security guard trying to stop him? Is it because maybe he's still like gotten a warrant out for his arrest and stuff? And then I remembered that the president has literally lifted that. He's gone. Well, that was awkward. Um, maybe he doesn't have. Uh, maybe no. I think he's fine. Actually, don't worry about it. Yeah, he's gone from arrest Jack Bauer, and when people said why, he says, "Lol, just trust me." To release Jack Bauer, and when people say why, he says, "Lol, just trust me." Yeah, and my man Jack, did nothing wrong. Um, Jack, Jack realizes it's embarrassing, like, but it's like cause it's easier to have Jack killed if he's not in custody. Hmm. Um, uh, uh, Bill and Karen, they decide that the only way to stop Bierko is to make a deal with Robocop, and Jack, yeah, Jack gets them to let him be the one to present the deal for some reason. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, so he wants like full immunity, and he wants them to have a new life. Uh, Him and his, his wife, life. yeah. And he wants them to like fake his death, and he's like, "But properly, not like the shit job that they did with you." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you need to make it stick this time. Um, and Jack's uh, like, "Oh, I'll make it stick, buddy." Uh, so he gives them the names of like he's like Here, here's some people that he that Bierko's probably gonna call. Mm. And one he- of them. Um, yeah, one of them is a guy who's been acting really shifty in a payphone, so they figure it must be him. Yeah, he, he's an arms dealer who just suddenly got like a, a random phone call from a payphone right where Bierko uh, is. Yeah, still. yeah, he gets a he gets a phone call that's just like, um, "Is this possible to buy a military submarine? Used one?" 
now well we'll we'll get to that in a second uh <laughs> yeah so they this this guy is apparently a super duper like double tech man mm. so they can't go in and storm his stuff because he has two good he has two good computer security and they'd never break it in time yeah so they say well what if we send robocop in yeah, what do we send, like, the, the bad Jack in? Because, like, this is where they really lean into, like, he's so like Jack Bauer. We're not so different, you and I. He's like, he's like we, can't, we can't torture him, so he, yeah, we, we'll just try and, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll send in an agent, so... Uh, and Robocop keeps asking for a gun. Yeah, and he's like, uh, no, no. Uh, um, he, he goes in. Uh, to talk to this um, this guy, he says, "Hey, I've got information about Bioko," and that guy's like, "Well, that's useful. I was just talking to him. Yeah. Come on in. Oh, come, come on by." And he goes through like this like fun like high tech bug scanner, um, and but Robocop is like insistent that he doesn't wear a wire, which is very funny for a sort of plain clothes robot. I think. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, plain clothes Robocop was not an arc that I expected that we would get, but well, that, um, the, the show keeps surprising us. How it keeps winning mm. so many Emmys. Mm, mm. Um, and then the second he gets in there, he's like, "There are CTU agents fucking everywhere outside." One of them man. is they named Jack me. Bauer. I got Yeah, Jesus, we got to fucking get out of here. And Jack's like, oh, "For fuck's sake!" and starts like busting in. Yeah, because they're like lip reading through the window. Yeah, and um, and one of the marksmen does the funniest possible breach I've ever seen. Like Curtis shoots one of the play like the pane glass windows. And then one of the marksmen, and it like cracks, right? And then one of the Groucho marksmen just like runs through it at like high speed. But, but then they <laughs> I do it that like four times. It's but so then, funny. But, but then they do that with another door. <laughs> they keep doing it. They just walk through doors. <laughs> uh, it's fantastic. And yeah, so they they apprehend the arms dealer, and like they they bring Robocop back in, and they're like, and Jack's like, what the hell? And Robocop is like. I was doing a bit. Yeah, I was. I was actually. Um, I was actually doing a plan that was uh obtuse and difficult to read to anyone around me. Um, does that sound familiar, Jack Bauer? Yeah, yeah, because he was like, I was playing by the rules, but not by the rules. You see, yeah, because he was like, uh, like uh, they're, they're and, and it was just for the sort of source of tension that the writers wrote it this way, and so to sort of like misdirect you because it was because they assume that you're a big dipshit. I did what had to be done. Yeah, like. Yeah. And this is what I mean by they're really playing into like, ooh, they're so alike. Because yeah, the, his idea was, uh, it's a there's CTU outside. Get your stuff and go. So then he'd take down his firewall to copy all of the files, and then but, when he had it, when he had it on like a, a flash drive, then they could take that. Hey, you know what would work? Um, if you're deploying that plan, telling Jack that that's your plan, and like, so that he doesn't immediately kick the door in and stop you, which means like, that they don't have the data, which is what happens. Jack Bauer is just a foot in 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 search of a door. Yeah. And yeah, I, I would I think I would mention if I was gonna do that, you know. Yeah, like I or at the very least I'd say beforehand, I'd say just trust me on this. Yeah. Even the faintest thing. Uh, but no, they wrote it so that you as a viewer would go, Oh fuck, he's he's uh he's t- he's betraying them and then and and then he can go. No, look, I'm much smarter than you. Just so that you'd have some tension. Yeah. That's like. So they go. Oh, we. You know, we're hardly going to be able to get anything off this now. It's going to be impossible. And then, like one minute later, Chloe's like, "Yeah." Chloe well, like uh, fades, and I got jump scared by this because I, um, as anyone who knows me, and I'm not going to go into why, 
uh, I have sort of a genetic fear of submarines. Um, and uh, and um, sadly, the blueprint that fades in when Chloe hacks this is... Um, uh, is this possible to buy a military submarine? Used one. So It is a Russian... Uh, military submarine. That's I should in probably LA. explain what the fuck that drop is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because <laughs> I know you'd get it. Uh, so that is a drop of a guy called Tarzan, who in the nineties tried to buy a Soviet military submarine, um, to give to the Cali cartel, I believe, to smuggle, uh, smuggle cocaine. He's he's sort of like one of the all-time guys that I've encountered in documentaries is a very good documentary called Operation Odessa. I very much recommend it. Uh, I, I can second that. It it's is the stupidest documentary I've ever seen. Um, um, if you've ever seen the film Burn After Reading and you liked uh, the high-stakes world of espionage being entirely populated by fucking imbeciles, yeah. then, um, then have I got about 90 minutes to two hours for you. Yeah. Uh, um... So they they find that there's the this sub is in LA to be inspected at a and, civilian port. Yeah, for some reason, um, with, with its full complement of missiles. Not yeah, nuclear, yeah. No, not I was going to say as I was going to say when when Tarzan rang this guy up to ask him, um, he did he did say, um, "Do we want the submarine with missiles or without missiles?" Uh, so, Pharrell, it's a hell of a documentary. <laughs> Uh, and Jack's like, why? Why is it in L.A.? And they're like, remember earlier there was the whole plot with the Russian treaty, and he was like, oh man, oh yeah, yeah. Jack had forgotten that plot. Yeah, well, it was nearly like twenty hours ago at this point. Yeah, uh, and so Jack calls up the guy in charge, and he's like, hey, you the guy in charge of this sub? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, well, you're about to get hit. Look out. So he then goes and opens the hatch to see if he's going to get hit, and then instantly gets hit. Yeah, he very tactically like sweeps the entire sub, like yells at some Russian sailors because this is a U.S. guy on board the submarine, I guess, for the inspection. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, and and like he clears the whole thing, and then he's like, "I'm just going up top," and like holsters his gun and climbs up like a big dipshit and gets like immediately hit on the head by like a sort of like like a sort of whack a mole. For American submariner officers, <laughs> um, like Bierko is literally at the top, just pointing his gun at the hatch, waiting for someone to come out. It, it's, it's, it's not clear how he was going to get in otherwise. Yeah, and then he immediately does the sort of Joker gas, like drops it through the hatch, like with like sort of like a plum. It's great, actually. Yeah, so, so that, that's how they use the the nerve gas. They use it to to kill everyone on board the submarine, so that then they can have a submarine. Uh, so then they put on their gas masks. Uh, mm, mm. Uh, and then, and then, like Tarzan is watching um, the news from afar, like a. Uh, hey Tarzan, you like in deep shit. Um, <laughs> How many of these do you have? I only have three Tarzan drops, but I wish I had more. Oh god. Well, um, and then they they enter the code, but mm. while all this has been happening at the White House. The first lady has she's thrown away her pills. Um, she was going to take far too many, and then has decided to take none at all, which medically is what's known as, you know, two not great ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she says, "Oh, Secret Service guy, can you can you get this? Can you get Aaron's phone back to him?" 
At which point we then cut to Aaron, who is beaten the fuck up, tied to a chair. I have and... um I have in my notes, oh shit, they fibrillated Aaron's head. Yeah, um there is a there is a great bit at where at one point that um uh someone asks someone else, like, what would date like when they're basically being like, be cool about all this, you know? Mm. They're like, what would David Palmer do in this situation? <laughs> and it's like, he- he'd fucking fibrillate. Yeah, and you know yeah. what? That's a really stupid fucking thing, because everyone knows if you want to get Aaron Pierce back up and he's not very well, you need to give him a gun and tell him to shoot someone, because he has the Borderlands revive mechanic. We've established this. The defibrillator does nothing. Yeah, um, it's uh, <laughs> it is a very funny cut, and Aaron, the boy... Great scene by him, where the president is just like, "Hey man, there's no evidence or anything anymore. So how about you just drop this whole thing?" And he's going, like, "I'm not going to do that." Like, yeah, yes, he's like, he calls the president Charles, and I was like, "This is the most insufferably liberal shit I've ever seen." Because oh, Jack you... keeps doing this too. He calls him Mister Logan, and I'm like, "Ah." Oh. Well, <laughs> With with Aaron, you can see him start to say Mr. President and then just call him Charles. Yeah. Um, uh, so, like, yeah, uh, that'll get him because he's busily going, I'm the president a bunch, I guess. Uh, so instead, he uh, they just take him outside and a Secret Service guy tells Aaron to get in the back of a... Well, a car pulls up and it has what can best be described as a murder trunk. Yeah, yeah it's like covered with white sheeting. He's like, um, get in. And this is this is the point where the first lady has gone to go and like do pony play again. Um, and yeah. unfortunately, this is happening in the stables. So she turns up just as Aaron is doing the Borderlands revive thing, but without a gun this time, which is yeah, much she, more challenging as it turns out. Yeah, she went to have a see, uh, a cheeky mid- midnight sig, as I've put it. Mm. Yeah, a- a- Aaron knocks the gun out of the guy, uh, the Secret Service agent's hands. He's punched to the ground. The guy, that, the Secret Service agent, then pulls a crowbar out of the trunk. It's yeah, like, yeah. Hang on. If I was going to tell someone to get into a, into a murder trunk so I could murder them, I would remove the blunt instruments from within it first. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a tire iron. I think it's like he just hasn't. He's not expecting him to like be alive in the trunk. He's going to shoot him first. I think is the point. Oh no! I think he was saying get in the trunk and then he was going to shoot him. No, no. I think I think the plan is he's going to shoot him and then put him in the back of the tr- back of the car and drive and get rid of the body, on like President. Nixon's yeah. orders. Uh, yeah, I, I see now. I, I, I think this is where I'm just. I have qualms with him logistically. That <laughs> if I was going to do it, make him get in the trunk and then shoot him. You've already got the tarpaulin down. It reduces mess. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, yeah. Now look, yeah. maybe, like he. I'm not going to tell anyone how to do their jobs. I guess I'm just a talented amateur. Hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> first lady uh, saves Aaron by killing the Secret Service guy, uh, which I think uh, yeah, rocketed yeah, she, her. She fucking like shoots him with the drop gun, and it kind of rules. Yeah, I think that rocketed her uh, her up your bad day stakes. Uh, yeah, no, I think she a hundred percent wins, but we'll get there. Because hmm. when when that happened, that's when I realized I think that was the point at which she pipped Audrey, and then I think that everything that happens for the next couple of episodes is just a series of victories. I mean, I think the worst thing that happens to Audrey today is that she has to deal with Jack Bauer coming back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other than that, like, it's, it's sort of an average day for her <laughs> like, on one of these seasons, I think. Yeah. 
Like her husband doesn't fucking died. Uh, you know, could be a lot yeah. worse. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. So um, yeah. The, the first lady packs up Aaron and uh, says that yeah, he's he's got to try and lie low. So the president doesn't mm. realize that anything's gone wrong with this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, back at well, back at like military submarine, they're meanwhile in, missiles. Meanwhile, in the next wearing, episode, all wearing MSA masks again. Even though this gas takes apparently like ninety seconds to, um, to purge from a system. Mm. And uh, yeah, there's a fucking stupid like. Th- th- there's a bit where like they just go, "Oh look, one of the like maybe we can get inside because somebody's deployed like." a little, like, seek- signal beacon boy. And I was like, no one is alive in there, man. <laughs> that is the most obvious trap I've seen ever. And then it smash cuts to, like, a guy alive inside the submarine. I was like, is this is this petty officer, like, immune to nerve gas? Like, okay. he, he, he also looks like he's 14. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like petty officer, like, like massive puss. Um, he's like, getting really sad that Jack is telling him to stab someone. And then he sees his dead buddy and he's like, all right, I can do it. Yeah, because uh, Jack, when he sees that, he starts scanning emergency frequencies and talks to him there. Mm. And uh, and he's like, I'm an engineer, not a soldier. I'm not trained for that. And it's like, I'm pretty sure you are. Is it like, Jack? Because uh, yeah, the, the missiles will, will fire in like less than 20 minutes, but it would take 25 minutes to, um, to get like. They get the same admiral. Yeah, <laughs> they call up the same have... admiral and are like, "Hey, man, um, you, you still got those F-18s in the air for like an hour ago?" Uh, yeah, this guy's had a big weekend. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Jack, a random agent, uh, and RoboCop are like, yeah. well, "We're going to have to take over this submarine." And, and RoboCop's, RoboCop's like, like, "I'm not going in there if you don't give me a gun. I'm I'm sick of this, Jack." He's like, "I saw you take a gun from the arms dealer's place. I know you've got a spare." Yeah. Um, also, so there's like 15 missiles on this thing, and Bioko says he's got identified a dozen targets, and then he's like, and with the other three, let's just have them all overlap uh, in this bit of San Francisco. Mm. And no, I don't. They're not like nuclear missiles. Oh, yeah, yeah. But they the, are like. It, it, it makes a change, right? That these are yeah, all just yeah. Yeah, missiles, that, they're just the regular kind. But like, Bioko targeting like a certain, like, Several city block radius uh, is wait okay is, is Bierko not a friend of the lesbians? I don't think he is. Yeah, I didn't even catch yeah. that. Oh well, the thing is, I think they might just have been like, and you know, that's going to be like another. Like, imagine if he destroyed downtown San Francisco. Yeah, too. I, I mean, it does kind of read. I, 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 I my, my mm. notes simply say, um, well, rude. Yeah. And fuck you too, Bierko. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Jack he tells that like crewman he 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 walks him through cutting a guard's throat like he's like helping your mum set up Netflix. Yeah, he like does it a step by step. He sort of mm. does like a wiki how down the phone. Is it? Um. Um. So yeah, once that guy, like, so once once he's you know cut that guy's throat, he's not very good at it, but I think he's a very nice. He's very good for a first try. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, he, he did pretty good. Yeah, he pops the hatch and lets them in. And then he just uh, sort of runs around making noise, yeah. so, that, so that they chase him around like sort of Scooby Doo in a submarine, uh, while Robocop disarms everything. So, uh, you know when you play Hitman and um, you have like an entire, you have <laughs> an entire, you have an entire inventory like, full of hammers. Just to, yeah, 
Like, what's the Chechnyan for? Hmm. Must have been the wind. Uh, oh my god. Uh, so, uh, Robocop starts disarming the missiles, and Jack holds off the bad guys and kills Bierko with his by like snapping his neck with his legs. Yeah, I have a thing written here that um, says Jack kills Bierko in a way that I'd like to go out to a nice lady that I'd call Mommy. Yeah, well, yeah, Jack Zenya on a top sim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like it's a it's an odd way of killing someone, but you know, I yeah, it's just sort of going for star points, um, and yeah. also for like waking me up at this point, I guess, because I again I watched this with like a fever. Well, remember Jack um, had to pretend to be dead for which explains months. my notes somewhat, actually. Um, he, had, he had to pretend to be dead for eighteen months. He's got a lot of like weird ways of killing. Yeah, people he's been thinking he's, about like, this. Yeah, um, <laughs> like one of the only one of the only VHSs that they had up at that um, uh, up at that oil rig was Goldeneye. <laughs> and uh, yeah, anyway, they disarm all the missiles, so that's that plot done. Um, and they're like, "Wow, great job." By the way, Jack, where's Robocop? And he's like, well, he's just around a fucking hell. God. Yeah, and he's outside the hatch, like, pointing the gun down like the Echo. But unfortunately, um, Jack hasn't given him any ammunition. <laughs> and he's just like, you know what, that was very good, Jack. And he's like, yeah, thanks, man. Uh, so, you, you, never, you were never gonna let me go, were you? And he goes, no. Astutely yeah. recognised. Uh, I was, in fact, going to murder you. And he, uh, to accentuate the point, he murders him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he does. And, um... and, then, and then tells his bosses it was self-defense. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, uh, but also, my, uh, the funniest thing about this is that um, at, literally af just after he shoots Robocop, uh, like, petty officer sub submariner dipshit, um, <laughs> wrench-throwing man climbs up the ladder and peers at Jack, peers out at Jack with like the biggest confused expression on his face. It it feels like a. He's like, what the fuck is going on? It's like in a Telltale adventure game. Like the, the person name will remember that. <laughs> it's just like what <laughs> were you guys together? There's a bit in The Wolf Among Us where you, uh, Mister well, Mister Toad is really withholding some information from you. Mm. And so you can just start to fuck up his place. And, you know, you can, yeah. you can hit him. But oh, if, Big B. Yeah, he does that bit. He says it, that but, a lot. But if you do that, then, like, his little moppet frog son will, like, see you do it. Oh, yeah. And it, and it is the guiltiest I've like, ever oh, felt. smashing up my dad's collection of postal stamps. Yeah, like, that... It's been a while since I played this. Yeah. <laughs> Close <laughs> enough. But yeah, having that like big kind of doe-eyed, like kind of baby, like, baby-faced hmm. crewman, like see Jack. Well, I think like hears Jack kill someone in cold blood and lie about it. And it's like, if Jack could still feel guilt rather than just kind of glowering, mm. that would cut him to his quick. Mm, I think so too. Uh, he has the face of a boy, Kim. Um, this the submariner. Oh man, maybe that's how Jack um, was able to like take out all of Bierko's men. Oh fuck, it was a guy in peril. Yeah, like <laughs> it is. He's super powered. That's why he does this like stylish kill. He, he, uh, his like his like heat meter had filled up, which allowed him to use a special attack. Like he's in mm. fucking Yakuza. Yeah. Anyway, Bierko's uh, dead, so Chloe receives a phone call um, uh, from Jack, which confirms her to be the most ride-or-die 
woman I've ever seen. Because for the third time today, Jack is like, hey, you got to help me off the record. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you know how you helped me off the record with Bierko? And she was like, <laughs> You went yes. to holding. And you know how you helped me off the record with Robocop? And you know like, how yes. you keep doing this and it's never like, good for your career? <laughs> well, we're two villains down. There's only one left. Can you help me take down the President of the United States? And Chloe goes, I'll need, I'll need some help. And oh, who yeah, does, he, I'm t- call does she turn to for help? Miles. Morris. Who, Morris, Morris, yes. Uh, who, who I don't like. Morris is her ex-husband. Yeah, um, who is in this for no reason at all, other than I think, as a stand-in for fucking Touchy Tim the writer. Well, um... He, I think, this guy is what that guy thinks he's like. He's in the office, flirting with the women and being charming, but he's fucking creepy. Well, he, um... He has a nasty habit of teleporting behind women. uh, uh, He also... He was working with CTU, but apparently he is now selling women's shoes in Beverly Hills, which, weird detail. Is that code for something? Like, I don't know, but like, uh, the the way that I've described uh, him, because we first, when we first see him, he's, you know, being very, like, like, being very friendly and like, kind of, like a little charming with this woman, sort of telling her about, and actually the best thing about this system is it's, you know, is it, this will actually save you a lot of time, which you know okay, it gives you time for a cigarette break or but I don't know whatever you do to relax. Yeah, it's like right. I, I know a hundred percent, right? I, no, imagine I, that written down and played by you know, not played by an actor. This yeah. is the fucking writer writer's mouthpiece for the guy <laughs> who's been writing all the women who like are like making up sexual harassment yeah. and stuff. I, it's him. I, no, I, I'll admit. I think Morris is, to a non-zero extent, kind of pulling it off. Um, well, I, I'm going to tell that... you. I'm going to tell you as 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 a as some sometimes lady that no, he's very much not. He's. I mean, he's delivering those lines better than I think ninety-five oh, oh, percent no, of given, actors. Given how, yeah, given what he's been given by Touchy Tim, yes, but yeah, like, because like when Chloe's mm, like, when Chloe's like, you, you would just. Yeah, I see you went straight for the most attractive one. He went, no, Chloe, you're the most attractive one. And it's like, I, I, I wrote down... Yeah, he's Mor- still carrying a torch for Chloe, I guess. I, I wrote down, uh, Morris is deploying military-grade Riz into the CTU vent system. <laughs> and, none is, and none are safe. I, I, I'm, I think that, like, it, yeah, it's... I'm going to disagree. I find Morris intensely creepy, but... Like, yeah. especially because, as I said, like he has a habit of just appearing over people's shoulders. I, it's that thing um, where, like, there's where, a point where you lean in too is, close. Yeah, the show's in real time, yeah. and like, you just see him like appear in different locations. I'm like, this motherfucker can teleport. He floats around like Nosferatu up behind women. Like, it's it's, it's so bizarre. Look at that. Because, like, yeah, I the the lines are weird. But like, I genuinely have to give some props to the actor for making them seem like something a human would say, but in a way that was like almost just more annoying than creepy, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, the fact that he can like sort of like 
teleport from woman to woman across CTU is a bit weird. Yeah, like if... Um, uh... Like, he literally can get across CTU in about 10 seconds. Like, like there's it... points where he cuts and then he's in somewhere completely different. I'm like, this motherfucker is like... Well, you know the Weeping Angels from Doctor Who? He's yeah. like... <laughs> He's, he's like he's like that, but if the Weeping Angels were always doing the dream creeping works, angels, yeah, like fuck. I, I can say if they were always doing dream works, face. You know, he has like, he like permanently has one <laughs> eyebrow raised. Like, is that? Yeah. Uh, so she's like, "Can you can you help me with a ton of audio equipment? It'll be useful for the plot later." Oh, that's why he's here. Okay, all right, yeah. fair enough. Um and. So uh, Mike, the first lady tells Mike Novick about everything that's gone on. Yeah, and, and, he and he's suspicious already for no reason. I, I mean, I guess because the president keeps doing his Kermit impression. Yeah, no, you, you, say for no, you say for no reason. Yeah, yeah, actually, because, you know what? Yeah, fair yeah, He's suspicious because of the president's words, thoughts, and deeds. Yeah. <laughs> so the, I did find the presidential suicide gun lying around earlier, so fair enough, like, yeah. Like the, um, the, pre- the president's breath does smell of official suicide whiskey. I have got um, in my notes here, First Lady, it is time for you to become the gaslighter. Yeah. Um, like, so she gets, uh, gets Mike to sort of try and get Aaron out, and while they're agreeing that, Jack calls, and now they kind of, like, well, now we don't have a, a recording. We need to come up with a new plan. Mm. And like, so Jack's like, I'm going to get there as soon as I can. President's leaving to go to the airport because um, Palmer's coffin is being loaded onto a plane to go to Arlington Cemetery in Washington. Yeah, they're, they're going to go there and go to the funeral. Um, yeah, or they're at least kind of sending it off. Uh, so he's like, "How can you delay him?" And they're like, "What?" And Mike is instantly. Mike knows what the fuck is going on. He's yeah, going, Mike is he's saying... Like, um, he's, like, he's like, are you going to beat up the president? And Jack's going like, I'm going to do what has to be done. And Mike's yeah. going like, I can't believe you're going to beat up the president. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I'm not going to tell on you. And then Jack arrives um, and oh, there's like a phone how... call between Mike and Jack still. It might be the same phone call, actually. Hmm. The timeline has gotten very confused. But um, uh, like they say something like... Um, President just notified Secret Service he's going to be delayed. How long? He didn't say, but Mrs. Logan knows we need as much time as possible. Because Mrs. Logan's plan is to fuck the president to make him stop boarding the helicopter. Yeah, like they have a kind of a bit of an argument, and then she starts undressing him. But like, yeah, then and like, um, but two minutes later the episode ends. Yeah, well, and at the very the, beginning yeah. of the next. So yep, yep, yep. The the president calls his helicopterman's and he's like, uh, "Yes, until I'm ready." Yeah, he's going to delay until he's ready. And would you like the presidential nut timer, Sam? Because I timed it. I would fucking adore the presidential nut timer. I timed how long it takes for this motherfucker to 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 coom. In his Cause, wife, because when, when we when we see him from, next, this is from his yeah. wife kissing him to the next thing. Because at the end of the episode, they always give you it's always on the hour, right? So it hits six, and so I timed from the point where he kisses his wife till the, the timer hits six, and then I paused and I waited for the next episode to come along until it says six again, and then I started the timer again. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you to guess how long it takes for this guy to 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 get off. Because I know that the next time we see him, he's doing up his like 
the zip He's on doing First up Lady's the, dress. Yeah. How, how long? I'm going to say, is it from Kiss to zipping up the dress mm-hmm. again? Um, is that in total like 80 seconds? It's 52 seconds. <laughs> and the writers 100% did not expect me to do this. Like, they didn't expect me to, A, notice that, and B, time it, I think. Because because yeah. sometimes you, you will get ones where, yeah, at the end of an episode, they'll be about to do something, and then at the start of the next one, you know, in ostensibly 30 seconds, they, they will have done this thing that takes five minutes, or that yeah. kind of thing. But, like, this is... <laughs> They've given me an exact timing. The, the practicalities of even... Unzipping and zipping a dress up. One of my favorite my favorite parts here is that during the scene where he's zipping the dress up, the first lady looks like really peeved and annoyed, and it reads so differently when I've just timed it taking yeah, no. two seconds. <laughs> she, she genuinely like she looks like she's like I know that I know that this was like my idea as part of a secret plan, but fuck, I don't like my plan sometimes. Like yeah, she goes to Mike and is like, I have to light him as long as I can. There in a few minutes. <laughs> and like, the walk to the helicopter takes less time, more time than the time she bought them. All she could have done was like hit call to the helicopter guys took more time. She could have hidden his shoes and that would have done more. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. And, um, and this is I'm crying. And this is how long it takes him. I suppose he's on... had a really stressful day. Oh yeah, but this is how long it takes him after he's had a few shots of presidential oh, suicide whiskey. <laughs> he's got presidential suicide whiskey uh, dick, and it's still. Oh my god! Like, man, like this is just the 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 logistics. I uh, Jack is like on the other end putting two and two together as well and um working out how long it's been and uh oof, oof. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah uh, God. Uh... Now uh... <laughs> hang on, hang on. I have to light him as long as I can. He'll be there in oof, oof. <laughs> Now I I think if I say the words the presidential nut timer is a certified Jack Bauer oof. Yeah, I think if I say those words, then I think I'm I'm feeling very activated right now. Um, yeah, um, as is Jack actually. Oh, uh, uh, this is I love what they do with this. Um, they get the co-pilot of Marine One, like the presidential helicopter, to go back into like the main building. Uh, oh fuck! Yeah, no, the Mike is Mike is in another room, like frantically submitting paperwork to change the co-pilot and like making Jack Bauer a, like a pilot's ID. And this guy does paperwork at a fucking blistering pace. Then I, I will say he's been doing um, this. He's taken him like less, uh, less than a minute to do all of this paperwork. No wonder so, fucking everyone wants him as chief of staff. Yeah. Well, um. So I recently watched the last episode, like the final episode of Star Trek Picard. And mm. because it's and because it's the very final one, um, you can tell they make a big point of making sure that like all of the cast have like some big moment mm. where they all have something to do. This is the last time we ever see Mike Novick. Oh. And I'm glad he got oh. to go out doing oh. incredible amounts of paperwork. I'm saluting because that's like an incredible way to go, I guess. Like, like doing paperwork frantically in your office while the president nuts. 
like in much shorter time than expected. Like that. Well then, wait. He must know how long the president takes then, because he has this done. <laughs> fucking toot sweet. He knows that he's not going to get much time. He was actually kind of glad that uh, that the first lady was wearing a kind of a dress with a particularly difficult zipper. Yeah, he's got like a little stopwatch out, and he's like, and time. <laughs> um. So the co-pilot goes back in and sees Aaron Pierce, and is like, "I thought you were meant to be back in Washington." And while Aaron is just sort of being like, well, I would be, but I'm meant to stand here and distract you, Jack jumps out and does the first of many goodnight bitches this episode. Mm -hmm. Um, They're so, like, you know, the the full, like, arm around the throat kind of choking him out. Yeah. Uh, Um, And uh, he's, like, boarding the helicopter, and he's in there as the co-pilot. The first lady makes an excuse not to be on the flight. Yeah, she's like, I've forgotten my medication, and uh, I'd rather keep it with me. And also, think of how good the, you'll look um, in the photos which, when it's only you. And uh, and the president the president says, like, fair enough. I mean, like... Besides, you must have your hands full transitioning. Um, and, uh... You're a fucking you know, I would, menace. I keep You're my menace. medication on me. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, like... Remember earlier when he was coming up with all of the reasons why she couldn't go in the presidential motorcade? Yeah. And now she's like, I don't want no, to be on a yeah, helicopter. No, I did say that the roles are reversed somewhat here. Yeah, but like, instantly he's like, thank God. Like, I know that I was attempting to gaslight her into not going on that motorcade. Mm. But like, I-, I think he just thinks this is like a delayed effect gaslight. Yeah. Like, you know... He's like, you know, I've really got to get this to be a little more fast acting, but otherwise, you know, the the thing is clear. She even says at one point to him, um, when he's, uh, I think it was when he's like had like the gun and the whiskey. Uh, he's like, if I wasn't married to you, if I wasn't so horrified about the fact that I'm married to you, I'd be impressed. Yeah, and I've been saying that like, a lot. You're such a good liar, is what she says to him. We, we were saying that earlier about the... Yeah, um, like, yeah, like yeah, she compliments the, him on it, actually. Like About the, I'm just hearing this now. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, I yeah, mean, I, if he could stop doing the Kermit face, I think he might he might pull it off a bit better. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really like, think... Thank God nobody ever, like... If, thank God he's never got a guy on the other side of him, or he'd be fucked. Imagine um, if, like, he took the place of Le Chiffre in Casino Royale. So instead <laughs> of it being, like... The chief for having to hide like a tiny twitch by his eyebrow. Well, I won't be. I won't him, feel. Like... Um, I won't feel uh, too much pressure until you start doing Kermit face. <laughs> At which point, then just the, he he turns around to no one and just does a Kermit face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck! I'm gonna need to get a video of him doing it so people can see what it looks like. I'll put it on the Twitter. Um, oh, fuck! When they when they take off. Jack pulls a gun on the pilot and says, "I can fly a helicopter." So yeah, I can. This is much easier than when I was trying to do this in a plane like an hour ago. (laughs) I can actually fly this one. Is it? You can keep flying this, or you can die. These ones, these ones don't work like Jaegers. I don't need you. Uh, (laughs) I can, I can do whatever I like. Um, At which point, he 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 then just comes through and it's like, "Hey, uh, Mr. President, I've got a message from." Uh, from the White House, and then just tases his guards. Yeah, my my, my notes say in several loca- several um, locations, taser, taser, taser. 
Uh, and then um, he just flat out kidnaps the actual literal president. Yeah, the and the president keeps going, States. I'm the president. <laughs> he keeps doing it. He gets them to set him down in an industrial park. And while the and the president first starts off by um, like trying to bribe him by being like, I can give you like a better safe life. Mm, and then he starts I can, threatening. I can give you Kim. Yeah, so he's, um, then he starts but, threatening is, by saying, says, like, I, can... I can help you find Kim. And I was like, do you think that Jack doesn't know where Kim is? He's been getting the reports from Chloe every month. He knows where she is. Oh no, no, that, that's <laughs> him going from like he's got any negotiation needs the carrot. I can help. I can give you a better life. Stick, or I can give you a life with Kim in it. It's <laughs> uh, either, and then Morris turns up, and he's like, "Yeah, hey, I uh, said, ah, oh, here's Morris, the magnificent teleporting weirdo magician. He's arrived in five minutes." Yeah, he arrived because uh, he does kind of have a bit of magician goatee going on. He does. Yeah, he looks like if Darren Brown was Jason Statham. Yeah, uh, actually, yeah, no, it's, it is. He's I've also played a lot of Star Citizen recently, and the character creator in that is like a. You have like two heads that you like blend together, and yeah. it's like if he if it was those two in that character creator, it really does look like that actually. Because he's he's also English, which we... mm, oh yeah, which are more reasons to hate him. Yeah, I think, I think that's partly why the writers thought they could like get away with it, because this was still like the mid two thousands when, like, yeah, when we were like, seen as like kind of cool. Yeah, like the the. The art, like the half life of Hugh Grant in the American cultural um, environment, mm. was still it was still very it was still very active. Like it, it yeah, was yeah. It, it was decaying, but there was still enough background presence. Yeah, Morris turns off and goes, "That's the president, Jack." And yeah, the president's he... in the background going, "I'm the president," um, like he's a Pokemon. Yeah, um, it, it, Morris sounds so disappointed. Like Jack tries to hide the president, and Morris sees him, and he's like, "Oh." Yeah, like, um, and then we get a really interesting fucking speech because Jack sets up like a camera on like a briefcase that Morris gives him, and it's like, like, a, goes, like, like a YouTuber apology. Setup. Yeah, yeah, he sets him sets him up, and he's like, "I'm, I'm like," and the president's like, "Are you going to torture me?" And he's saying what he's done. He's like, "Today you supplied nerve gas to terrorists and all of this," and then the president says something that directly contravenes the entire fucking philosophy of 24. Suppose if you hurt me enough, Jack, I'll say whatever you want. But that won't make it the truth. And everybody who watches this will know that perfectly well. Will they? Because the fucking High Court, Supreme Court Justice didn't know. And that, and that happened about this time. Yep. Just staring down the fucking barrel of the camera, going, "Maybe we were wrong, actually." And he doesn't stop. He's like, um, like, like Jack continues to read stuff out, and then he's like, uh, like, he's like, you know, you killed my friends and a bunch of other shit, and then and he says, like, "A man will say anything under torture. This won't mean a thing." Yeah. Why? Uh, wow. Like, uh, maybe the writers were starting to learn something about how torture works, actually. But, but they did still put those words in the voice of the villain, who was desperately, basically saying. Please don't torture me. And if yeah. you and if you do, I'm getting like I uh, my preemptive I was just kidding defense on like and, on the video. Um, you know what's interesting, I think, here? Go on. Is that they do it from the president. Because they're too cowardly to have Jack actually torture the president of the United States. 
you do you do get a fun bit though where uh he says oh yeah i'm not going to torture you i will however kill you yeah and like i think i I think threats of death qualify as I think they qualify as a form of torture. It's I'm not also, what we, it's not what we want to see. We we genuinely want to see Jack put a towel down the president's. Yeah, I'm throat. also mad. The, I've just read my notes. Sorry, it says um, at 1625, get drop. If you hurt me enough, I'll say whatever you want. BDSM joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, if Jack actually did put a towel down his throat, imagine if that dried him out enough to the point where he just became Nixon. He just became normal Nixon. Yeah, yeah regular um, Nixon. Um, and then uh, Jack does this whole speech that's like, you killed all my friends. I lost my daughter because I had to go into hiding because of somebody in in uh, the previous administration who was going to have me killed. And I think that might be you. And like, uh, like I lost my friends. I lost my daughter. She's never going to forgive me. And the president looks at him and just kind of goes like... Um, the author of all your pain. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're basically retconning and being like, yeah, at the end of season four, when when they said there was someone in the administration that like w- wanted Jack gone, they'd be like, "Yeah, it was um, it was Richard Nixon." Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, Jack Jack like uh, doesn't shoot him, and all the guy and there's like they've not got very long before his uh, dudes turn up because obviously they notice the helicopter going down with a bunch of tased pilots in it. So um, uh, he only has like ten minutes to try and get a confession from Logan, and he fucks it. So um, he gets arrested. And the president then just goes on and meets the coffin at the airfield like normal. Yeah. Um, but as the... what, was, what I found really funny is that I forgot that this was them going to Palmer's funeral because they mentioned it like three hours ago. Yeah. Um, and um, so I was like, I thought he was just doing a speech about the fact that he'd beaten a bunch of terrorists. And, yeah. uh, and then at the other end, the first lady is dressed for a funeral. And I was like, has she come dressed for a funeral? That's like giving the game away a bit. Yeah. No, that she was knowing that was going to happen. Um, but while he starts sort of, while they, uh, they bring out Palmer's coffin to take it to the plane, uh, she starts having an episode and she's like, yeah, you killed like him. You publicly you... being like, you killed him. You're not fit to be president. You don't know what he's done. Um, and, um, and yeah, that he does something here that was actually genuinely quite distressing for me to watch, where he like takes her into a back room. Oh, well, into um, an empty, into like empty an empty hanger. hanger. He asks if it's been swept for bugs, um, and like she like recounts everything that he's done, um, like, and he like rips off like like some of her clothes and is like, "You're not wearing a wire, are you?" And like. He throws her around. Really? And he slaps her and, like, is aggressive. Like, Uh, he says that, like, he. And uh, he's like, if you don't, if you don't, like, play ball, I'm going to have you pumped so full of drugs that, like, and, like, you're going to be in, like, uh, I'm going to send you to an institution and they will never let you out again. And, like, it's fucked. uh, Yeah, it's It's so uh, fucked. uh, However, at the same time, that scene is also one of the most, like, he's, like, laying out everything that he's done. Yeah. In order, she loves to list every single thing that he's done in order, and um, uh, now for the you... microphone that's obviously been placed on him. Yeah, like, have you ever watched a movie where the hero is a dog? <laughs> um, yeah, I think I've probably watched a few. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, or like the villain is like um, a developer who wants Does to play count. Um, that's not that's less of a movie. You know, it's, it doesn't. Well, count I, I think I think you can count. I don't know. It doesn't kind of it's a if it's a DVD that you got out from a clear case in a bin. Mm. Uh, 
uh, yeah, if the if the, if the villain's like um a like a real estate developer that wants to tear down the skate park, mm, and then at yeah. the end at the end they start talking about how you know they they rigged the dance competition or whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah. You're going like they're trying to get uh, the big commission. Um, you're going oh that there's a um there's a microphone on them. There's a there's going to be a microphone yeah. on them. No, it's so fucking obvious. They're they're dicking about talking about audio equipment. They're like, uh, like he's asking, "Ooh, is it swept for bugs? Oh, is there a bug on you?" And he's like, "I was like, Jack is not an idiot. Like he will have had a plan here." Yeah, like uh, he didn't fail at. Well, no, Jack is an idiot, but like not like uh, that. Like, oh yeah, like he he didn't he didn't fail at getting the uh at getting the confession on video. He he just managed to get him to voluntarily confess. Yeah. Um, but that means that for the next few minutes, when we see him give his speech, you see like a throng of Secret Service agents. Yeah, start Chloe's like around. playing the the uh, recording that they've just gotten off this bug to oh, um, to the attorney the attorney general. That that, that uh, is that is quite a funny bit where the attorney general's like, "Look, no matter how incendiary this is, it's not going to be like it's not going to justify like a breach of privacy." And then Chloe just plays like, "Yeah." yeah. I covered up the assassination of David Palmer. Yeah, I love to do this. It's very funny. It's like, like I love, you know, I'm always doing this. Um, when people play tennis, I do this. <laughs> well, I'm a crook. Yeah, and the Attorney General's like, well, okay, you know what, maybe I spoke too soon, say no more. Mm. Uh, and he gets he gets taken into the uh, into the back of a car. Yeah, um, he's like do- doing his speech and then the Secret Service go off and like, come with me, sir. He's, and he goes like, "I'm the president again," and and they're like, "Not anymore." <laughs> but like when he's in the back of the car, you know the um. And I was, the f- they're walking out, arresting him to like they're like sort of casually arresting him, so no one quite realizes what's going on, I guess. But they're walking with like the um, with the the um like the 21 gun salute for palmer going and i'm like he's gonna get shot on the way to the car isn't he and at one point the secret service guy goes mind your head sir and i was like it's about to happen and then he just gets in the car and drives off and i was like well oh well but when he gets in the back of the car you know the final shot of the movie the graduate i haven't seen it um well spoiler warning for the graduate uh, uh dustin hoffman's character he yeah he goes to you know the to the girl uh, who's at the altar getting married and they run away and get on a bus Mm. and as they and they like get on the back and they're like laughing and they're like so excited with with what they've done Uh, but like the camera stays on them just looking forwards in the back of the bus as they stop laughing and kind of the ah can't really undo this and yeah. the sound of silence starts playing. Mm. You got that, like as the car's driving away, to that forward-facing shot of him in there as a you know, "Hello, darkness, my old friend." <laughs> uh, um, and uh, it's it's, yeah, uh, but like the other thing is that like I thought that he had to be being assassinated because like, um, like Graham on the other end of the phone line, the Colin Robinson-looking motherfucker. Um, guy. Yeah. yeah, like he um like Jack is aware of him and like trying to ask for like uh who were your other co-conspirators and stuff during when he's like going to torture him. Oh yeah, because Robocop said like um yeah the people behind this, you think you, you think President Logan masterminded this whole thing? 
Mm, like, yeah. yeah, Jack's like, ooh, i got to find out who the spooky guys are. Um, so, like, I thought for sure that they were just going to shoot him as he was being arrested. And then I was like, no, when they, when they didn't. Well, we, we then get quite a nice wrap-up. Um, like, and uh, I think, I really do think that, like, they just weren't... Like, it would have been a better story that made more sense if they did that. Um, so I really think they just weren't prepared to be having, have on TV somebody shooting the president or torturing the president. Maybe, yeah, I can imagine. Because well, There's also, the other thing is during the scene, like, Bitchard is uncharacteristically odd. Like, he's like, oh, I don't, I won't crack under torture. I think you'll find him a little bit tougher than Walt Cummings um, and all of this. And I'm like, no, you're not. You're making Kermit faces they, all day. They were, well, okay, they were actually originally going to have them get away with his crimes. But, oh. they, but they were worried about audience reaction. Ah. Uh, yeah, so we we do get like get a bit, a little bit of light cynicism. I actually think that would have been so much better. Well, we get a bit of light cynicism where like uh, Bill and Karen are kind of talking. They're kind of lightly flirting, and they're like, "Oh, sorry for being a dick to each other." Yeah, yeah, you'll be but back like, running CTU in no time, Bill. Um, but they say like, "Yeah, he's probably gonna like make a deal because." It, a big thing like this would be incredibly damaging for the country. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it that's like that's his fucking other tagline. It's like I did what I did for the nation. Imagine how damaging it would be to the country if if yeah. I if I was if I was if I like I, he's like doing like the like birthday boy deployed thing. It's like yeah, so, so we, we his version a, of that is I'm just a little president. Please don't torture me. It so would be damaging we, for the country. We get a light bit of cynicism. Yeah, um, but we also get like a. Um, Jack gets released and like Audrey comes up and kisses him. Yeah, and, like, um, and there's and like, like nice plinky plonky music, and it's like, oh, I can't believe you're here. I can't believe guy, you're here. And this guy comes up and is just like, and uh, uh, you've. Uh, I started fucking hooting because this guy comes up and he says, "Excuse me, but there's a call for you from your daughter." From my daughter. Yes, sir. A Kim Bauer. And I was like, she's in peril. <laughs> Well, uh, the fact that he says, I, I, have, I know this show. Kim is in t- peril right the fuck now. <laughs> the fact that he says, um, like, my daughter, and say, like, yeah, Kim Bauer. Uh, the, the idea that Jack was confused because he was like, like, I, I imagine his first thought was boy Kim. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's, um, and he's like, yeah, I've just got it on a landline just inside this building with no security cameras. Come and have a look, man. Um, and. Instantly, Jack gets good night, bitch. He's like, hey, he gets Kim. hypnosed by some guys in a <laughs> by some guys in, in balaclavas. It's incredible because, like, they're right there, and but you can. And see... then you have the scene with Bill and oh, Karen. No. You could be, you, the, right before it cuts, you get a shot of Audrey through the door, like the, through the, just the tiny crack in the door, looking so gormlessly giddy and happy, <laughs> as, while Jack is getting like absolute. Like his eyes are like starting to face in like, another <laughs> like direction. It's like and if you squeeze him, the eyes pop out. Yeah, that's, that's how he looks. <laughs> um, and then you get the scene with Bill and Karen flirting, and then and smash that, yeah. cut to well, Jack beating yeah. the fuck up, um, dragged through like dragged through somewhere with low lighting. Um, the and, uh, the, uh, the agent that um, was like, "Hey, you've got a call for you." Um, he was like, he he was like Asian, and he's there, and then you know the guys with the balaclavas take take their balaclavas off, and we realize that everyone else is Asian, 
Yeah, a lot of very. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna label this racist music playing um, while oh, yeah. this is this scene is on. Um, um, really, kind of abusing the pentatonic scale. Yeah, so like, like yeah, thought, it's it's who, it's uh, it's bad. But who else is there? But the the guy that was like the head of security for the console. The guy who hosts like in, in the season helicopter four. in season four who like picked up the the guy who they flew away from the you know the guy who was like. That we've got to get rid of this guy because he was on the, he was like on the console operation and the the guy was waiting for him with the sign up saying like agent dipshit yeah. at the other end <laughs> that guy the um the Chinese secret service guy uh, there is actually an extremely funny bit where while they're like kind of beating him because it looks like they're in what is effectively like a doom fortress now mm. uh, and Jack is like can I have a one oh, phone oh, call oh, yeah I have the drop I have the drop yeah. like he's been watching too many police procedurals I know how this works. I need to make one phone call. <laughs> and as we've previously said, um, that's made up for TV. You can have as many as you like. Hmm. Um, but like the fact that he is like, look, I know that you're going to torture and kill me. Can I get like one quick phone call in first? Like, what do you think they're going to do? The guy's like, kill you? No, you're far too useful for that. So, and then, so given that this has been about, I think all, all told about Three minutes, four minutes since we lost. Like, yeah, he gets good night, bitched. Four minutes, perfectly pass, healthy. Four and minutes then pass. We get the final shot revealing that he is on a cargo sh- ship, already <laughs> well out to sea. <laughs> with like, th- you can see landscape ahead of the ship. Yeah, and it's going to Shanghai. I also love the fact that they have. <laughs> Jack Bauer gets... Did they say, do you really think we would have forgotten? And I was like, well, no, I didn't. <laughs> so I was pretty sure this was going to come up again. Yeah, it's... Um... Don't taunt me, writers, like I'm a big fool. I thought I'm aware of the, the, you thinking you're so clever here. It, yeah, you're not. This is, you know, I keep saying, I, I, I'm a broken record at this point. The show is about making Jack Bauer the most tortured man alive. They yeah. give him one day to reunite with his loved ones, and then send him on like uh, they they send him in a cargo ship to yeah, Shanghai he's, he's on, to be like, tortured the, forever. Yes, that's a gulag. Immediately, Look at the, um, I reckon. Know, you know, I've got a theory about how he gets there. By the way, uh, oh yeah, you ever seen X Men Two? I've seen X Men Two. Yeah, you remember Nightcrawler? Of course, I know Nightcrawler. Yeah, yeah. Um, I and have I a, intend to I go have with a him theory that um that would suit you. Um, I have a theory that who else have we seen who acts suspiciously like Nightcrawler? Morris. Morris is Chinese Secret Service. Oh no! I, I thought <laughs> was... he, he grabs Jack and teleports him to the ship. I, I thought you were going to say that. Like... He gets him like stuck in a wall somewhere. That's why he's so beaten up. I think you said that like Morris grabbed Jack, like he's being paid by them, and like how could he possibly? And this is going to come that. back in season six, right? Because that's I, why they introduced Morris. Because otherwise, it's just to give some audio equipment to Jack. But, like, how, but like, how could they possibly? How could he teleport with that level of precision over that distance? And it's because Morris, his one of his secondary mutations is being a creep, and you absolutely know that he would probably have like a weird thing for Asians. Yeah, like he can just detect. Oh no, Chase! I've just. The words Chaser Morris <laughs> just entered my brain uh, like a battering ram. Morris O'Brien's Chaser Radar is a pretty good name for a synth pop group. 
<laughs> yeah, that... Teleporting Chaser is the most terrifying possible no, okay, no, thing teleport... I can imagine. Teleporting Chaser is the name of my band, and we're supporting 100 Gex on tour. <laughs> anyway, I can't fucking wait to see where this next season goes. Um, well, um, the fact that it means that it has to begin with them getting Jack out of this scrape means that it already starts pretty Is this going to be like the... Um, the... Uh, like how the end of Casino Royale it like picks up like an hour later in um, um, Quantum of Solace. Do you want that to... might actually be kind of fun? Like if it's just like immediate. It's two years. <laughs> <laughs> you know how in Die Another Day, given that we're talking, <laughs> I knew we're talking you about, were going to say this. That he's away for some major event or something, so he can possibly stop it. Well, yeah. Like so, in now, uh, in in Die Another Day, the director. He's a fucking hack and an idiot. He, <laughs> he thought audiences would want to know why. Why James, James Bond, Bond didn't stop 9 11? Because so, he was in a North Korean prison camp. Yeah, from, two, from like 1999, or no, from 2000 to 2002, James Bond <laughs> was in a North Korean prison camp. But the thing Jack is, Bauer, Jack Bauer didn't stop 9 11 anyway. <laughs> no, but like the fourth one. <laughs> Like, we've established that it happened twice. Oh my god! He nearly did it the third it's time. It's just such a small event during the during yeah. Like no, I like I'm genuinely on. I'm like no, right. This is our theory for if they get to New York ever and the towers are not there, because yeah, right now I'm still rolling with the idea that like it just didn't happen. Especially with the, the the stuff at the start of this block where they're talking about like nine eleven shit and just not mentioning it at all. Like uh, yeah, it's. I do think one of the funniest things I could ever see in my life would be if they digitally put the Twin Towers back in. Yeah, no, like, surely they must, they must have realised. No, it's, oh god. Anyway, this, this season, this season started slow. Um, and really fucking ramped up like that. I think like when the point where they, he was like threatening to torture the president, I was like, this is genuinely got. This is approaching season two levels of stupid. With, if only it just had one coherent villain. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I, Mr. President Marwan, you are not. Now, again, I I don't know if season six succumbs to you know the the, the second act villain thing, but oh, uh, there's a man behind Grom, and we're going to meet him. Oh my. <laughs> Uh, well, it's well, again. Th- th- that'll, that'll be Elon Musk, the man behind Groms. That that'll be the um. Uh... <laughs> like, it, it, it turns out that it, the whole plan of season six is to supply the flow of check marks to the West for the next thirty Elon years. Elon Musk teleporting behind Groms, like, oh. like Morris. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's. Just, uh... God, if there's one person that I wouldn't want to have X Men powers, oh God, can you imagine? I would. Do if there's one person who the first ever time they teleported would end up teleporting into a wall, (laughs) and then the New York Times would report it like um like uh big big moves for teleportation, but they did fall slightly short of his goal when he teleported into a wall and fucking died. Yeah, um, when he combined himself with a fly. It was an excellent proof of concept. Um, uh, however, he is now a fly. <laughs> yes, un- unfortunately, um, the, 
the horrifying muskfly creature is begging to be killed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh... So in, in, an, in an interview with Mr. Musk, uh, between him now sp- uh, spitting acid onto his food to dissolve it, uh, he said that he was confident that uh, the attempts to reverse the flyness uh, would succeed. <laughs> Meanwhile, Tesla stock has taken like a real tumble. Yeah. Um, uh, un- unfortunately for him, it turns out that actually Teslas don't recognize, um, in in his form, they don't recognize that as something they should stop for. Not because he's half Elon fly, Musk, but because it's still Elon Musk generally wandering a about the inside of a wall and then being like looking into it. <laughs> well, like, if it's um, not even like fully like telefragged in the wall, but like it's like two walls and he's just in, in the crawl space and he can't get out. Is <laughs> in the bit from the bit from CTU that has the, yeah. the wall with oxygen in it. <laughs> I'm, actually, like, I'm actually hearing muffled coming from a wall. Concerning. This is coming from muffled from inside. Like, please come back. I want to have some more sex again, please. Please, hmm. I didn't mean it. Epic. Uh... <laughs> Groms, would you like to play No Man's Sky? You know, if, if Elon Musk was stuck in my wall, you know one tool that wouldn't help me uh, work out where he was? A stud finder. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> anyway, this is a batshit insane season of 24. I'm genuinely looking forward to season 6 because you've not seen all of it. Yeah, I've... Um, well, I, I, I kept saying that I'd only seen the first four episodes. It turns out I intended to only watch the first four and in fact watch apparently watch the first 12 mm. I'll, I'll tell you this about season six it's it gets pretty fucking moorish okay you, you just want a, a little extra little like you know when you've you know when yeah you're, you're getting wasted and you mm, reach mm. that critical mass like usually it's after doing a shot where then you just want to do another shot, even though you know that the only thing that doing another shot will do is make you feel sick and want yeah, another yeah, shot. Yeah. Mm. It's that. Like, every episode was killing more brain cells. Oh, fantastic. But that was only putting me in a state where I was more ready to consume the program. Mm. Mm. Okay. I'm, 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 actually, I'm actually excited. We're, do- we're going to be doing it soon as well, right? Because I'm coming up like in like two weeks, so there really won't be that much of a break. Between yeah, seasons, um, listeners, you get yeah, season uh, six pretty much immediately. Yeah, and we have um, we've got some uh, new some I- other stuff potentially lined up in the meantime as well. So, yeah, we've uh, got some uh, new ideas of things that um will, I think, perplex and anger us. Mm-hmm. Uh, little bonus episodes. Um, if this is your first season, by the way, then um, go back and check out uh, go back and check out the others. I yeah, I I like them. I think that they're good. Mm. Um. And... We have fucking listeners. Like, I asked on Twitter the other day, like people's like favorite bits, and there was like a, an actual a large amount of listeners that replied, that which surprised me. I didn't expect anyone to actually be listening to this. Uh, well, you know, I, 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 our numbers have gone up lately. You know, it's yeah, uh, yeah. Not, not that I'm not, 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 not that I'm tripping too much, but no, it's, it, it's nice to uh, shout yeah. out to the hello, uh, hello, new listeners. Shout out to the listeners in Illinois. Hmm. Yeah, I just. We need to find like the area that we have like one listener in. Finland. 
Look, I'm very I'm annoyed not... at all of the like stupid accents that we did during the first season. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even kidding. We had one listener from Finland for a bit. If this is you, hello, and we're sorry. Yeah, let, us, let us know. Yeah. yeah. Pod, <laughs> the Podbean admin page has a statistics thing, and I will admit, I do like looking at the at graphs. Yeah, who's them, I guess? Yeah, it is. Um, something that I think doctors would find interesting to discuss with me, and I will never let them catch me and pin me down mm, for that. Mm. Uh, but, you know, it's, it really has been actually quite nice to sort of see all, to, to see like, the interest, and uh, yes, if you could rate and share us. That's the thing you're meant to say with podcasts, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we should probably ask, we should probably have a fucking Patreon or some shit as well. That should be something that we set up at some point. We have some bonus episodes for people. Let us know if that's something that you'd uh, support, actually. Yeah, you could, you could... I have, like, uh, a sort of working concept about comparing this to Battlestar Galactica that could be fun. Uh, an, an excuse to to watch Battlestar Galactica and mm. well, we insist... Can, we can... Insist, like, I wouldn't even be arguing. I would be declaring, declaiming that Gaius Baltar did nothing wrong at any point. Oh, I'm gonna be like that with Starbucks, though, so it's it's fine. Um, but yeah, we can we can talk about this. Um, I'll uh, you know, I'll um. Listen, uh, I'm going to text you. Um, like about the uh, podcast, and uh, we we can we can work our plans out. Thank you, listeners. It's been a fun season. Uh, yes, thank you. Let's, um, let's, can't wait to do season six. Well, uh, can you uh, give us one more oof oof for the road? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Um. Uh... Oof oof. Yeah. Excellent. I I think with that. Don't stop the party.